As we go back, we remember. God, maybe I should say we don't remember. Cause I oh. certainly don't remember. Jack Doo Doo. <laughs> <laughs> All the times we were never together. <laughs> it's it's the big one, y'all. The the big sad ending, which we alluded to last week. It's Kingdom Hearts three five eight of three five eight days or two. The not finale, but sort of finale. Uh, the climax, if you will. A uh, very special episode. So buckle up, everyone, because there's lots and lots to talk about. Yeah. So, also, it uh, reminded me that uh, we've been saying. <laughs> obviously, we're at the end of the game, so I've been uh, catching up on some like end game stuff, basically, and uh, remembering that we've. I think we've been saying. Uh, the title wrong for like most of this season of the show. Which title? Three five eight days over two. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I'm pretty sure it's three five. God, I f- I I feel like there's a constant back and forth between which version is the right version. What's the alternative? I th- uh, so it's either three fight three three fights three fights uh, three five eight. Over two days. Oh, I've never heard it that way. Interesting. Uh, that's now, I, now, I I, it's... now I have truly have to double check to make sure. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's days over two. Um, okay. I couldn't tell you how I know that, but it's just, I don't know. It's just the osmosis. It's in the lexicon now. Because it's... <laughs> um, oh, I just had it. Oh, come on. The days are split over two, as in Roxas and Shion, I think. Not the number 358 is split over two. Red, red as Kingdom Hearts 358 days over two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, we good. Come on. Don't, be, right. don't be throwing curveballs to stay in the game. We're, <laughs> we're studying, going in for the landing. Can't be having any, any sort of turbulence at this point um yeah i am your overly elaborate final boss um stage three overload design um joined by my abandoned winning popsicle stick uh oh wait i didn't even say my name (laughs) we're doing great uh i'm whatever i said uh kevin Joined by my abandoned winning popsicle stick, Marshall. And yeah, we we are in the endgame now. So <laughs> let us talk about it. So let's see. Let me pull up my notes or check my diary to see where we left off, which I believe was a day at number 354. Truth. So... We went back and forth, a little behind the scenes. Uh, we were going to cover this last episode because we thought it made a nice little stopping point because this is our last Disney World proper visit. Um, yeah. But we, we cut it off, so we're covering it now. But all this to say, it's been a while since I played at this part. Um, but <laughs> should be street food enough, although there, there was a lot of story bits that I will probably forget the finer details of but we 
we got the yeah. bones. Anyways, this, yeah, so. this one is super story heavy before the mission. And the mission itself is like yes. fairly light with like some end, like you know, recap stuff at like the end, basically. So yeah, it's it's pretty different from what we've been doing like literally all this time. So yeah, yep. the The ratio has flipped where everything we're going to talk about in this episode is. I'd say like sixty percent story, forty percent gameplay, if not more story, because cutscenes, 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 cutscenes. Yep. So let's see the truth. So where we left off was Shion had been recaptured, or God, I don't even know. <laughs> no, she no, flees. No. Yes, she got captured like at the start of last episode, but then she fleed again. Someone exactly. put a bell on this kid. Um. <laughs> Okay, because, yeah, she overpowered Zigbar, uh, and Axel kind of covered for her, and then Zigbar kind of covered for him, and it was like a whole thing. So, mm-hmm. she is currently MIA, which is why uh, Zimnus decided to hold an emergency all-hands meeting, mm-hmm. um, and basically, he lets the cat out of the bag for everyone. So, Xion is officially labeled... Um, I don't know the exact word they use, a traitor, a runaway, uh, mm-hmm. puppet, whatever. Uh, but she's not one of us anymore. She can't sit with us. So, um, they also, yeah, let everyone know, yeah, she, she's been a replica this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, make that, make what that of you will, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really silly, like, because everyone's there. Who's still alive anyway? And then <laughs> they uh, they drop the news um, and explain that it's based on you know Vexen's research of the replica program uh, from which Riku replica spawned from. Uh, but uh, since you know he kind of got exploded by one axle, um, <laughs> there were there were some blinks in the research. Uh, that we had to kind of fill in Mad Lib style. Um, so basically, exactly. Xion is, you know, like a failed experiment, which is why, you know, she's got this side effect of actually having a personality and free will. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, um, they just let everyone out, and then... That's all. They're dismissed, and That's everyone all we're has here for. <laughs> their cheeky little line of like their reaction before they disappear. Very mm-hmm. like RPG style, where it cuts from each one of them giving them a little sign off, and then they disappear. And it's very tedious, but <laughs> basically, they all react pretty pretty much how you expect. Uh, Demix yep. is like, why am I always the last to know these things? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then it's left uh, between Axel and Zemnus and maybe Sykes and Rox there too or whatever. Uh, but basically, Zemnus says, hey, you uh, you get the, the dirty work again. Uh, go capture her again. Um, yep. Use force if needed again. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they all leave and... Um, one interesting note is that someone, I forget who, uh, points out that, um, you know, there are 13 seats in the Where Nothing Gathers room, 
which is kind of like your hint that, uh, yeah, Shion was never one of us. Literally, she can't sit with us. <laughs> she literally cannot sit with us. Yeah, yeah, Roxas. I mean, Roxas is always defending Shion. Nobody else literally cares about her. Axel's supposed yeah. to, but that's, you know, at least his actions are pretty flip-floppy. But yeah, um, Syx's, I think his closing statement to Roxas just, you know, constantly yapping about is, when have there ever been more than 13 seats? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, really begs the question, because, yeah, they're... Name is Organization 13, but they usually, if not always, just call themselves the organization. Yep. Um, and we um have flashbacks of them not being 13, like not even being 12 before Roxas, because we have that Zexion, or was it Zexion? Maybe, yeah, the cutscene between Zexion and Zigbar in Final Mix, Kingdom Hearts 2, uh, where he says, oh, I just found, like... I think he says one or two new recruits, but he mentions Marluxia. Anyway, yes. so, mm-hmm. I, yeah, it makes you wonder, like, okay, they very, sp- well, hmm, I guess we can get into it much later, but, yeah, the whole plan was to get 13, um, which, yeah, should have raised some eyebrows, like, wait a minute, well, why do we have this 14th member? That number's not nearly as cool. What's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> um... But, yeah, a lot of empty seats now. Um, you know, she could have probably taken one of those. But, no, she's not one of us. Uh, go get her. So, more disagreements between Roxas and Axis. Axis? The Axis powers. <laughs> Axel. Um, Axelation. Um, so, Axel's after Shion again. And Roxas says, ah, you can't bring it back here. Everyone hates her. There's going to nobodyify her, if not just completely disintegrate her or whatever. Um, but Axel mm-hmm. says, well, if it's not her, it's going to be one of us. So, uh, an order's an order, kid. I don't know what you want me to do here. Um, so, again, just playing both sides. His true allegiances remain a mystery. Um, but Roxas does ask him to, you know... Go easy on her, and she on, you know, she's lost and confused, and she's dangerous, uh, particularly because Roxas feels his own strength sapping, uh, which must mean that she on is even stronger than the last time they met. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah, Axel lets him know once more that, yeah, no, she's strong because you're weak, because she's the one siphoning off your power. Um, blah, blah, blah. Replica stuff, which then prompts Roxas to ask, how long? How long have you know? <laughs> <laughs> um, which Axel gives a very nebulous, like, I forget exactly how he phrased it, but he says something like, you know, for some time, or like, Roxas asks him, like, have you been handing it this whole time? And I think Axel says, like, not exactly. Um, but yeah, um, it's again very yeah, it might be, non-committal. I think, it, I think it's the next day that they have this this conversation. But, the, like, literally, like, day 3, 4, 5, and 3, 5, 5 are, like, basically... The start is basically oh, the same with, similar. like, Rock. Yeah, Roxas and Axel, you know, this back and forth is basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, essentially, you know, Rock's questioning, like, okay, um, 
have you really been our friend, or did you just know this giant secret this whole time, and you were just, like, you know, mm -hmm. you know, monitoring us, basically. Yeah. So The seeds of feeling a little... Yeah, I was feeling all confused and lost, but you know what? That's okay, kid, because look what I've got. It's a nice, exciting mission. Yeah? <laughs> you want to go on a mission? You like those, don't you? <laughs> um, yeah, we got a mission, which is our final mission, mission 90. <laughs> um, but for that, you can get a rune tech plus plus from Luxord. And a luck tech from Zaldin, which, I don't know, you'd think Luxord would give him a luck tech, but I digress. No, that um, makes too much sense. Yeah. Uh, you just gotta make a dodge combo link panel, you can get the goods. Yep. But yeah, it is our final um, order, mission mission orders, um, yes. which is to place the device... Oats, um, and Agrava. So, yeah, let's get to it. Let's follow these orders blindly like we've always done. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So, uh, we just gotta head over to that there lamp chamber. Um, we will fight some mandatory encounters along the way with a Scarlet Tango and an Aerial Master and the Secret Depths. So, nothing new there. Um, yep. I was super relieved to see that they did not repeat the puzzle here of having to move the blocks onto the switches, <laughs> what they belong on, because yeah. I was expecting it. <laughs> no. But, Why would we do that again? We've used that puzzle. It would make absolutely no sense. Yeah, why would this game ever waste my time? <laughs> I've never done that before. Um, but, yeah, we make our way to the lamp chamber. Super quick mission. Um, and place the device somehow. Like, did Roxas have this in his pocket? Or is it, like, some sort of origami that just, some, like, assembles itself or what? I don't know. But it pops up, and then yeah, it's... Seems to attract some Heartless, so fight them off, and then, oh no, another bigger Heartless shows up. It's a land armor! Ah! Eek! <laughs> um, which is basically the clay armor from Olympus Coliseum, except, you know, tougher, like most of these mini-bosses are. Truly large, Just magic. Yeah. Yeah. Magic will be super effective, especially if you aim for the head. To do maximum damage. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much that. I don't remember anything else particularly special about this guy. Nope. Lick. lick. Literally just the, the clay armor, but bigger. So, uh, uh -huh. very egregious nonetheless. That uh, couldn't, couldn't really spice it up too much, unfortunately. But, <sighs> yeah, it's... Strange. Like, if you ask me, this mission and the previous mission, wait, let me double check, um, should have been flopped. Because, yeah, the last mission was the big boss gauntlet, which feels pretty final. Yeah. Um, and it's not like there's any particular reason. Because, like, the devices had already been set up, like, the other two um, at this point. Um, so, just silly pacing issues once more. But, yep. 
Yeah. Um, Roxas decides, wait a minute, this is actually pretty weird. I have no idea what this device is. It's almost <laughs> like no one tells me anything around here. <laughs> Look, I asp. Yeah. Um, so we make a return trip and fight in Invisible in the Secret Depths, um, which is this, I don't remember if this was a mandatory fight or not. I know there's definitely at least one mandatory Invisible it wasn't, yeah, yeah. I, I, meant okay. to hi- I just highlighted it, but yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's a, it's an optional one. It's one of those, like, there's a powerful heartless about, um, but you have to, yeah. like, climb onto, like, the part of the room you probably don't need to go to. It's, like, the ledge above where you get into the lamp chamber, and then he, he shows up, and he's like, ha-ha, uh, hello there. Um, but, yeah, much like the other invisible, like, optional invisible fight, super chunky health, so uh, fight your own discretion i think every mm-hmm. optional heartless has like a guaranteed drop so um right i'm not sure what they are for each one i think they change them up but if it's something you want something you need this is this is like a fairly easy mission to kind of just like glide to the end beat the thing and beat up the invisible if it's truly worth it yeah i mean if you want to farm some synthesis now is the time to do it kiddos mm-hmm. um because this train is leaving the station. <laughs> yep. So we make our way to the dark corridor where Roxas is all sorts of mixed up and questioning, what am I doing here? Oh, I don't belong anywhere. Um, and Nobody yeah, we get a... the troubles I've seen. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's having a time and a half. Um, so, yeah. to reflect his newly moody disposition, he throws the hood up, uh, then we see yet another single tear. <sighs> <sighs> so, that is that. Uh, meanwhile, we cut to the old woods in Twilight Town, which, mm. pre-rendered cutscene, um, which I don't remember being this late in the game, because I've seen, you know, various cutscene playthroughs of this game before this. Yeah. And I remember this part showing up much earlier, but I guess it's like the third to last day. But it's a meeting between Sir Mikael and not Ansem, which prompts Mickey to get all defensive. Woo! But then Ansem reverts to uh, his boy form and, oh, it was Rick the whole time, which... Remind me, is this the first time we've seen, like, Riku revert back from Ansem? Like, as if this is, like, yes. a switch he can flip? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is, this is the first, if not the only time. Yeah, because we, we don't see it all in the calm, because Tom, calm takes place before all, not before all this, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So, the only intermittent time that we have with Riku before the start of two is right now. So I think this is the one and only time we see him as, you know, his Ansem Seeker of Darkness form. He puts the blindfold back on. He turns into his, like, well, you know, his outfit for days, basically. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, why... Why is he Ansem here? <laughs> to, because we have we... to show it happening. People Do we, wouldn't though? understand. In a, but we're gonna I, see it happen in two days. Exactly. <laughs> like, 
I mean, it does set up this scene at the very least. I mean, there's the fake out of like, I had some! But then Riku goes into, hey, uh, Mickey, I gotta go do a thing. Like, if I die, can you take care of Sora and Donald and Goofy, please? And Mickey. Yeah, but just like, f- why? <laughs> why couldn't he have showed up as Riku? Why did we need this little fake out other than to see Mickey being surprised? Like, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> maybe they're establishing that Mickey knows that any Ansem at this point is actually Riku. I don't know. <laughs> he seems pretty surprised when he sees him, but I'm not sure. It seems like Riku arranged this meeting. But yes, why Riku enters frame as in his Ansem form is questionable. I'm not sure if, like... I guess Riku has Riku? <sighs> I'm not sure if this is ever discussed. Um, no, because the Black Cloak... The Black Coats... The organ, yeah, organization cloaks, they hide, like, I think they basically hide your power level, or, you know, they hide the darkness from sniffing you out. You're supposed they to hide like... whatever is convenient to the plot. Exactly, right. Um, but this doesn't let them plot use... armor. Yeah, it doesn't let them use dark corridors, but we then again, we don't see how Mickey, in this time period, you know, this time in Cage, we don't see how Mickey and Riku... How he's getting around. ...jump around from world to world, exactly. So my thought is, like, mate... If you would have shown him coming out of a dark corridor, that would kind of have some justification, perhaps. Like, Mickey yeah. is like, this is where Riku told me to be. I wonder where he is. And he pops out. And he's like, I had some. And Riku's like, no, no, Mickey, 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 don't shoot. It's me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It just, it really deflates the moment of Riku giving in to the darkness and then becoming Ansem? If it's like, oh, well, As, yeah, it's you were permanent. Ansem before. Like, what's the difference now? <laughs> yeah. it's it, So it seems it seems as if, like, he can... When he uses his darkness too much, he turns into Ansem. And so, like, literally at the end of the I episode... Yeah, exactly. Um, it's Morbin time. He's uh, he's Kevin Levin from Ben 10 when he uses his powers too much. Oh, he gets stuck in his weird yeah. chimera form. Okay, all... now I understand completely. <laughs> I know how to speak to Kevin's mind. But um but No yeah. further explanation needed. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's it's weird. And it also adds to the confusion of this whole blindfold mechanic where he puts the blindfold on to hide Ansem, but then when he gets rid of Ansem, he's still wearing the blindfold. Ugh, it's a whole thing. Um <laughs> But whatever. He reveals his true form and then they talk, which presumably... No, I think it's safe to say, yeah, this is the last time Mickey and Riku talk before all the KH2 shenanigans, so this is is. presumably the conversation that Mickey's referring to, and he's like, I'm sorry, Sora, I can't tell you what happened, I made a promise. Mm, Um, I think. I can see, because they don't really, they haven't talked, they don't talk like at all in Cage Two until Riku yeah. reveals so that he's look, he's handsome looking ass and like other stuff. Yeah, so, yeah, maybe that's why they showed it so Mickey could see. Oh, he's all messed up. And Continuity he probably wouldn't want Sora to see him like this. So now mm. I know I won't tell Sora what's going on with Riku. Gotcha. Um, okay. But yeah, Riku explains Sora's sleepy, sleepy. I gotta go. You know, assimilate his clone. It's a whole thing. Uh, Nominate will catch you up. Meanwhile, 
Um, should I fail in my endeavor, it is up to you to protect the boys in their quest. Because we all know those three couldn't get anything done without us. <laughs> and that's where we get our exciting Mickey rescue in Kingdom Hearts 2, because, boy golly, you sure need my help, huh? Um, so, yep, they're doing their little whole setup for what they'll be doing in Kingdom Hearts 2 here. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's just a fun little cutscene of, you know, seeing more Riku Mickey interaction. Yeah. Um, uh, it's really weird how, like, um, I, like, start the cutscene where it shows Riku and, you know, his, like, hooded state. The, like, lighting <laughs> on his, like, coat is, like, super dramatic and pronounced. Like, the twilight, maybe that's because, you know, Riku walks the path to dawn. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, like, maybe wonder, like, is this, like, uh, like, different level of rendering right now? Because, like, you never see lighting like that otherwise. It's, like, very pronounced. Interesting. Um, just an interesting little detail I want you to note. Um, but, yeah. Riku's up to Riku things. So, I'm sure we'll see him again very, very soon. Wink. Woo! All right. Day 355, we're, we're closing in. Mm -hmm. um, so this is all just one big old cutscene day. So Mostly, yep. Yeah, so Roxas is still all, yeah, nothing's real. I'm not real. I'm the biggest nobody of them all. Yep. Um, <laughs> and he questions, you know, what else has Axel been keeping from me and... You know, it's just, it's all too much. It's enough to make a guy want to give up. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, like, sweetie, like, get out of there. Like, you know, do better by yourself. <laughs> Escape this toxic environment. <laughs> Quit, like, dealing with these crazy people. But no, he's, he's still at it. Um, but he decides he's going to confront Axel... Um, and that is our main objective here. Um, mm -hmm. oh, sorry, this isn't the cutscene day. I forget. There was definitely a day recently where it was just all cutscene. Um, um next, uh, it's it, technically three, is it five, the next six. One? Yeah, three, five, six is like a purely cutscene okay. day. This is mostly okay. cutscene, but there is a bit of a. Technically, technically these next few days are missions, but they're obviously not missions that we select from the menu. Like, when you go back and replay the hollow missions, you can select them. But, uh, yeah. yeah. This, this one is still mostly cutscene. So, yeah. Yeah. So, we show up in the green room, but no one is there, save for one spiky-haired rogue. Mm -hmm. Um... And the game gives us the official warning that this is the point of no return. Ah! <laughs> um, <laughs> so get all your stuff out while you can. You know, buy stuff, synthesize stuff, save stuff, uh, change your panels, uh, everything. Because you're not going to get a chance <gasps> until two days from now. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, it's it's funny because it says like I mean the game truly in it when it's saying like this is the point of no return because we're going to be leaving the castle, 
but yeah. next scene's a cutscene day, and then the day f- prior to that, you end up in a place where you can change your panels. So, um, yeah, it is. It is kind of it, it. It is less point of no return than the game implies, but yeah. Still. So yeah, I guess you can't like select older missions after this point, but yeah, uh, not it's... until you get to the next like safe point, basically, or, or <laughs> Great Room Two Point and then you can do Hollow missions again, but. Oh, okay. And, yeah, yeah, you then, can yeah. still do hollow missions from the from our next point that we'll get to. But yeah. It's the point of sort of return. Basically. Um <laughs> So let's go confront Axel and find out what's going on here. Um so yes, this is where he asks Roxel Roxel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my my memories are all fading because we're getting so close to the end here. I can hardly keep everyone separate. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, Roxas asks how long Axel has known about one Shion. And Axel says, I don't know, and Roxas gives the ultimate clap back. Guess you didn't get it memorized, huh? Oh. Which, I'm not sure if that's supposed to be, like, aggro, or if he's, like, kind of, like, joking with him, like, that's one thing you didn't get memorized, huh? Or, like, didn't get oh, it memorized, I, bitch. His little portrait is, like, the dejected, like, sad-looking one, so I think it is truly <sighs> the clapped back. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um... He asks more about, like, you know, do you know about me? Who am I? Where did I come from? Why don't I remember anything? Mm-hmm. Who's my somebody? Um, so Axel decides, you can't handle the truth, kid. All that information is dangerous. I'm protecting you for unexplained reasons, because if you found out where you came from you would have the exact same knowledge that everyone else does, <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. We, we can get into it later, why this is like supposed to be some big secret. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, Roxas ain't telling nothing. He zipped the lock and threw away the key. And <laughs> not even that keyblade is going to open it. So, mm-hmm. uh-uh, you ain't, you ain't learning nothing. Uh, so, um, Roxas decides, all right, that's enough. I'm out of here. That's it. I'm getting me mallet. So he packs his belonging, which is to say nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not a single and, thing was taken that day. Roxas is packing light. Yeah. And he leaves behind the winning popsicle stick. Oh, no. Not the, yeah. not the winner stick, no! Yeah, it's, it's truly... It's truly a Greek tragedy we're witnessing unfold. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's it. Roxas is also Audi. Um, the organization retention rate is just in complete freefall at this point. <laughs> Resignations left and right, except <laughs> we do not accept resignations. <laughs> um, but before that, um, yeah, get a couple little rooms where you can descend from the castle, which is interesting. I guess they don't explicitly show it, but we go from the gray room to um, the Hall, room. Hall of Empty Melodies. 
Yeah, that one, which yeah. I guess Does we presume it... is like, yeah, yeah. Like, is it connected to the gray room, or did Roxas just hmm. off camera go through like a whole bunch <laughs> of other rooms to get there? <laughs> I'm trying to think where I think the Hall of Empty. I'm trying to think like in Cage Two, it is um, the altar, like final altar. There's the place with the invisible bridges. Then it's like the top half, the top half of Hall of Empty Melodies, and obviously we go down to Riches now. So um, there's the um, yeah. the like the um, oh we see about the little, little assemblage. Gra- yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we no, no no it is nothing's assemblage that is like right before or right, right after this. So yeah, uh, yeah. So maybe there's like a portal <laughs> there. I don't know. <laughs> They need, like, a, one of those, like, mall directories in the castle. Like, okay, so for God. here. All right. <laughs> take the elevator. <laughs> but he gets there somehow. Um, mm, this and... is our starting point for getting the hell out of Dodge. Yeah. So, in a change of scenery slash enemy bestiary uh, we, we're fighting nobodies instead of heartless um, mostly dusks um, yeah. and luckily slash whatever maybe if you want to farm uh, they're all optional so you can just whiff by everything um, and just go straight for the critical point of the mission um, mm-hmm. and I Mostly avoided them, but I did take out a couple just to see, like, okay, are they going to be super annoying or what? Um, but, yeah, they actually go down pretty easily, um, so I don't know if it's a sign that we're just so much stronger now, or if the enemies were leveled down for the actual story part versus the, um, you know, some of those, like, pot missions where they pop up and then, like, two-shot Yeah, exactly. Do fight some samurais too, but they don't. They also weren't too tough at all. Which yeah, surprising. they're also uh, pretty easy to deal with, to be honest. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not sure which one it would be, but I'll take what I can get. So, but yeah, the ducks, the ducks are fairly easy. And there's like maybe a few samurais at the very end, and they're like maybe have like two bars of health. It's supposed to like four or five, like they do in the pot mission. So mm-hmm. prefer to take them out. I think I got like a bunch of tech plus plus materials from them. So. I would say beat them up if you want to. They're pretty simple. Um, it yeah. did remind it did remind me that technically uh, each org member is assigned like a group of minions, and Correct. Roxas is technically the leader of the samurais. But yeah, we don't, we don't get to see any of that interaction. So yeah, like yeah, we only ever see Roxas fighting samurais. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> like, what is the deal? Like, imagine how cool that would be if you could, like, summon them as, like, little familiars during the missions. Exactly. Ugh. If you do That'd something. so good. They're so, like, yeah, they're really supposed to be the little... I mean, every every not-human-looking nobody is basically supposed to be reporting back to our, the, the top members of the org, so... I don't yeah. know, man. I think again, I I joke constantly about the organization thirteen and workplace comedy, but I think seeing a lot of behind the scenes and how the org runs would have been very, very interesting. 
Um, yeah, like, that would have been interesting, like, Roxas, we've given you a new rank, and with this rank, you get your own battalion of nobodies to command. This is no small responsibility, my boy. Use it well, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, nonetheless, here we are. Well, I guess to be fair, not to be fair, but uh, on, on the other, the, putting the shoe on the other foot, I guess, uh... Uh, all the members who are alive in two have nobodies that report to them, which means I was about to no 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 because Zexy and all oh, the Castle Oblivion staff die off in the first like you know five hours of the game anyway. So my first thought was oh they don't have nobodies assigned to them. One you could you could just create them. Two again they're around for literally like uh, twenty minutes before they all die. So right meh yeah oh well. If it's a fight you want, it's a fight you'll get. Um, so we end up toward the base of the castle, and whatever that room is, the very first one, Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. 2, when you enter it, and it's got all the staircases. Um, and at the very bottom is one Syx, who's very angry, um, because, yeah, as I alluded to earlier, we do not accept resignations. Yeah, which is interesting that this is when... Syx reaches his breaking point in terms of, alright, it's time to throw hands. Because, <laughs> like, up until now, it's always been him just, like, you know, scolding Roxas, like, oh, you would better fall in line, you, or, oh, I'm gonna spit you up in your missions. But now he's like, alright, when uh, negotiation fails, um, it's time to resort to just straight up violence. <laughs> violence! Yeah. So, yeah. Boss fight with Syx, which, whew, this has been a long time coming, pal. <laughs> um, yeah, so he sort of plays similar to the Kingdom Hearts 2 boss fights. Um, except, yeah. I would say easier. Um, Definitely. But he still has the gimmick of the Berserk mode, so he's just got a few melee attacks, which... Avoid them, ah, and strike them when you can. Um, mm-hmm. Then he goes into berserky mode, which, yeah, keep avoiding him. He gonna hit you for big attacks. Um, but there's, like, a brief window when you can hurt him. Like, pretty much after any attack, you can get some hits in. But he can, like, recover faster. So, like, I usually would just do two hits without a the finisher, because by that point you could probably get another hit off. Um, yeah. So play very defensively here. Um, but, like, that's that's pretty much it, really. Yeah. Um, there's this, like, when he is in Berserk mode, I guess you can kind of, like, knock him out of it. Yes. And then when that happens, he kind of staggers, and he's, like, down. You can, like, get a few combos off the end, but then he gets back to his usual routine. Um... But yeah, I couldn't tell, because very annoyingly, there's no Berserk meter. I couldn't tell if when he's all raging out, okay, am I supposed to just wait this out, or do I have to hit him to eventually knock it out of it? Mm-hmm. Knock him out of it? I think it's the latter, but I'm not 100% either way. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, it's... um. It's a fairly simple boss. It's one of those ones that I feel don't get hit and you'll be fine, which 
Yeah, so, pretty much. Sounds, it sounds kind of weird to say, but yeah, his, this fight is like pretty simplistic. He will throw his Claymore a few times, so kind of again, kind of similar you mentioned uh, to the, yeah. the KH2 fight. But yeah, um, you have to finisher him out of Berserk mode. We can, you know, there's no, there's no reaction command, so we can't. Uh, uh, yeah. We can't Eclipse Moon the ever-living snot out of him. But yeah, finisher knocks him to the ground for a bit. I, I didn't have many other comments or notes besides that. It's a, he's, got a, he's got a fairly simple strategy. <laughs> yep. The only, like, notable attack is when he retreats into the shadows and he, he takes the high ground, Anakin, um, mm-hmm. and kind of perches like a, like a hawk preparing to attack its prey. Um, and he just goes in for a little shockwave attack, which the timing's eh, a little tricky, but jump and then just literally glide in place and you'll be yeah. fine. Um, so yeah, he goes down relatively easy, uh, thus paving the way for Axel or Roxas to uh, say deuces and yep. smell you later, which then prompts a very familiar cutscene. Uh, Roxas leaving the org. Um, nobody would miss me. Um, That's not true. Axel. Yeah. <laughs> Axel I mysteriously would... shows up at the bottom of the Dark City, even though we just talked to him. So he, like, must have ran ahead while Roxas and Sykes was busy fighting <laughs> I have to get into my position. Um, so, yeah, get, get ready for a lot of recycled Cage 2 content from here on. Um, so yeah, uh, the next few days are all going to go by in a blur, because, yes, we are now, um, yeah, a free man! So, no more gray room. Yay! I hate your interior decorating. So, (laughs) day 356 is the big cutscene day. A place to belong. So, we open up with a cutscene between one Shion and Nominee. Looks like yeah. Shion ended up finding her all right, so that's good. <laughs> um, and yeah, Nominee dumps the exposition. Yay! So, yeah, I can see your face because I am the memory queen. What up? Um, and <laughs> they talk about Shion's big decision. Uh, should I reintegrate with Sora and lose everything I've ever known and everyone forget me? Or should I not and play into the organization's clutches? Uh, I don't know. And also continue to sap Roxas' strength until he's yeah. a lifeless husk. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Nominic kind of nudges her like, mm, you, should, you should probably go back to Sora. Like, don't kid yourself, sweetie. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, so she's, she's kind of, she has already kind of said on it basically. Yeah. Every, everyone is telling her. So it, it, it doesn't feel like it's at odds. Like, she's accepted the fact that she's just a bunch of, like, yeah. stolen memories in a robot body and, like, Beep depowering bop, bop, Roxas. So, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. She's she's made peace with it all and she's ready to kind of, she kind of go. And she even she even mentions, um, oh, I guess to, 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 before getting ahead of ourselves, Nominate does, she reinforces the fact that because Nominate is just stolen memories, no one's gonna remember her, 
Hence why yep. this, this is how we create nominate or we create Shion for a game, and then nobody talks about Shion after that because nobody remembers yeah, Shion, guys. That's totally got... why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not a retcon. <laughs> yeah, but um, she says she's uh, she's ready. She's made her peace, and that she says even comments that Roxas should also take this path, but uh, doesn't think he's ready to understand that currently. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Shion has made up her mind. Um, and then, just to add on to the dog pile, Diz shows up and says, Ah, blast this puppet, you've, you've led them straight to us, you worthless sack of memories. So <laughs> useless, everyone hates you. She's like, okay, I, 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 I get it, I'm, I'm gonna sacrifice myself, like... You don't have... Can you get off my back now? Ay, ay, ay. But she she so graciously offers, I'll take care of him. Mm-hmm. And pretty much ignores all of Diz's just complete negging. Um, so, good on her. Shion's basically the only one that has, like, any sort of, like, moral compass at this point. <laughs> and everyone else is just terrible. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Except for Roxas, sort of, but he's also just like, eh, I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, Roxas is still just existential crisis on a stick, so. Yeah. So, Xion, um heads outside to find who else but Axel. Um, and, yeah, they have what's probably their most, you know, heartfelt conversation where Axel says, you know, I've got my orders and blah blah blah, you need to go back to Sora, because that's all part of the plan, but I don't know, it just doesn't sit right with me. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm so <laughs> torn. Um, but then Shion reminds him, like, no, it's okay, I'm, I'm gonna go to Sora. I've decided, which... Really sets Axel off, because, um, ah, you two, you just think you can do whatever you want, even though <laughs> you're mostly doing what you're ordered to do, um, and I'm kind of telling you to also do what you want, but now I'm angry. <laughs> Grr. Yeah, um, I don't know, this whole scene... And the idea is Axel, oh, he really does care, and I'm just going to keep bringing you back, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to be, you know, Axel does care about Shion, and he doesn't want her to go away forever, because yep. they're besties. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, it, it, it feels like a little... A little late for all that, because, yeah, everything up until this point, in regards to Shion, it's just been him basically treating her like garbage. Um, and, yeah, I don't, I don't know how to feel yeah. about it, personally. <laughs> it's, uh, like, uh, yeah, like I said earlier, a lot of Axel's actions, they, they might, they definitely start when he realizes that she's a replica, so he has that awkwardness and that distance. But, yeah, even here, he's like, we're still friends, right? 
when he's kind of like put a I mean they've they've built up this wall between them. So this yeah. my, my all my friends are leaving me. Well to be fair, he we know he cares for Roxas a lot more. He's still protecting Roxas from all the Sora shenanigans. So I, I yeah. think I I can see it in, in a realm of possibility where he's just he's just sick and tired of everything and now they're both gone. So he's been at least tasked to bring back Shion. And like he mentions before, like, this is my job, I have to do this or else my ass is on the line. So I think this is Axel basically snapping under the pressure. And, ah, like, you guys get to do whatever you lives. want. Okay. I like that reading. I'm like, yeah, like he's the one actually, you know, remembering that he's got orders to follow. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just... Because this is the last scene between them. Like, I would have liked more yeah. Axel Shion bonding, especially during that, you know, weeks-long period where Roxas is unconscious. Like, okay, yeah. let's see them develop their own little friendship instead of, you know, Roxas being the glue. Um... But this is what we got, so <laughs> yay! Um, yeah, she um also makes peace with it because um, she, yeah, like like you were saying, it seems to be her acknowledging. I understand you're in a difficult position here. Cause she tells him, "Don't hold back. Whatever you do, beat yep. me up real good." <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot, but. He sort of wins, because uh, then we cut to him, um, you know, once again, physically carrying her into the castle, but, ah, he, she put up a good fight, because he also collapses, um, and drops her, and then, oh, no, now they're both gotchas, but, oh, look, it's Zimnus, he's here too, <laughs> and then he also just picks up Xion, like, I don't know, cheese his uber eats delivery it's <laughs> like mm, i have been looking for this <laughs> for so long uh yeah. i i will say despite the uh, axel and Chion's kind of back and forth and again the strain of the relationship you at least see and it's it's a uh, i mean it's, it's it's just blocking it's like you know actions at this point which in uh in this ds game where we keep commenting on how the uh how the text box scenes don't feel as impactful as the FMV ones. It kind of, right. it says something when Axel is, brings in his friend, like, you know, uh, like, you know, cradling her, like, in his arms, and then collapses. And like you mentioned, Zemnis basically picks Shion up by, like, the scruff of her neck, and he's like, I have plans for you! Yeah, it's very and, mysterious and sinister. Like, oh, what's he doing with that puppet? <laughs> I have unfinished business with this puppet. Um, so yeah, that is the end of that day. Um, mm -hmm. doesn't seem like things are going too good. Not at all. <laughs> so, our penultimate day, 357. <gasps> well, I guess it's third to last, technically, because we got a little surprise waiting for us. Mm. Um... Day 357, Tears. So we open on Twilight Town, and we see Hainer, Pence, Let's being all friendly and not having a care in the world, and, uh, summer vacation, and yep. I'm sure glad none of us are made of stolen memories of a friend <laughs> who's 
suspended <laughs> and animation and <laughs> that would care be, in the world. That'd be pretty rough there, Sonny. Yeah. It must be terrible. Um <laughs> so Roxas is staring at them afar like a big old creep and Yep. Comments, oh, I guess not all friendships fall apart. Ah, at least they can still frolic in the sun, those those innocent babes. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's he's going through the breakup real hard. Yeah. He's super jelly right now. Ugh. Yeah. I, just, I can't see any other friendships right now. They just they just remind me of yeah. of my friendships, you know. Sorry. Mm-hmm. X friendships oh. yeah so if you're so inclined um you can go around and explore twilight town at your leisure but yeah not much point to that uh you should just head straight forward to the station plaza mm-hmm. um where we will find our uh, our favorite character organization moogle he's there he is. he's the real <laughs> one ah! Yeah, look at that, a little surprise. So, this is why it wasn't really a point of return, because, yeah, you can go to him for all your item needs, and, yeah, I guess here's where you can also access mission mode. Um, yeah. But, or, yeah, yeah, you can do your hollow missions from here. He does, I do love it, he does mention, I couldn't let you leave my the mind. castle alone, your money's always good in my pocket. <laughs> So he 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 is he is he is he's getting his business done, but also he's here for us. Yeah, what a good lad. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did synthesize one last keyblade. I don't nice. remember what it is, but it's the big strong keyblade, like the big club, basically. Um, it has extreme strength, is all I remember. Um, because I figured magic's not going to be super useful for these, well, this next fight. Um, you are correct. Yeah. I, uh, I did not jump some, I did take a look at the magic weaknesses, because, I mean, this is, yeah, as, as Magic Boy, I, uh, I was very curious on what, uh, basically what could and couldn't be, be achieved, basically, with magic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I popped off a few spells, but, yeah. You're, you're gonna want to focus on raw power here. So, okay. yeah. yeah. I, I use the, again, mostly... Well, well, <laughs> it'll be fun sorting out Keyblades next episode, but yeah, I used uh, Pandora's gear. It's like a big... Uh, it reminds me of another Keyblade that I'm not, I can't even remember right now, but it's like this big, like, yellow oblong Keyblade, almost. It, uh... Fuck, screw it, I have to remember what weapon it reminds me of. But it, uh... I don't know. It's probably the best one I have. It start, it, the ground combo starts with a finisher if that helps anybody, but uh, mm. I, I like it. There are like three or four like endgame keyblades I've been like s- swapping out between, so I, I have a longness for all of them, so um, yeah. It'll be uh, interesting figuring out the, the best boy of the bunch. But, uh, but yeah. yeah. So, once you're all prepared, uh, yeah can head up to the top of the tower to commence the final, except not final, battle. Except basically, um, yeah. So we get a yeah. quick little FMV cutscene of Aroxas uh, moseying about and being all mopey wopey. Uh, <laughs> where did I think I could go? What a joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Um, oh, buddy. This is probably the most memorized cutscene, or the cutscene I've seen the most. Because um, when I was an angsty teenager, I would watch it on repeat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, just to, so just yeah, to, just to is, feel something. I know, I understand. Just, just to feel a little <laughs> something, something, and does it, it doesn't play great as a cutscene because there's a very abrupt transition between the gameplay. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, so yeah, Rox is sad, uh, but look, Shion's here. And she brought ice cream! Yay! Everything's um, normal again, oh my goodness! Yeah, it's, it's a little foreboding, because she's got the hood up. Um, and that's, yep. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, to our little metaphor earlier, um, like, like a breakup text, like, we need to talk. Except, <laughs> we need to talk is two ice creams, like, uh-oh, what? Why are you, why are you bringing the ice cream here now? What could you possibly want to say to me? No, I reject your ice cream, and I reject whatever it is you have to tell me. <laughs> but yeah, whatever it is, it's not gonna be good. Um, so yeah, she basically lays it all out for Roxas, which is to say, lays it all out to us, which is to say, okay, we get it. You, you doing the thing, Shion. You, you've made your mind up. You're going to heroically sacrifice yourself. Um, except this time, there's plot development. Oh, because she takes off her hood and, oh my god, it's Sora. Wow. This is him. This is Sora. Yes. Um, yeah, she tells Roxas, this is him. This is our boy. Um, and yeah, it's, it, it, it's pretty uncanny hearing her voice coming out of Sora's face and also making, like, Shion facial expressions. I don't, <laughs> I don't care for it. Um, uh, it definitely... I feel like... Oh, I mean, I've, I've seen it several times, so I feel like I'm, I'm used to it. But yeah, it's... Uh, it's only this one. It's only this one cutscene. It actually reminds me of. I'm not sure if anyone has solved this mystery. Probably, of when she takes off her hood to Axel in a Wonderland when she escapes for the last time, and he's like, Gah! "Oh yeah, yeah." But but yeah. yeah, we've so we've seen her. We've seen her before because when Axel fights her, she looks like Shion. When she talks to Nominate, yeah. she says, "You can see my face." So. Mm-hmm. And God, Shion is basically, if you have a connection to Sora, you see potentially somebody else. Much you like see whatever, you much see like Sigmar saw a different Sora. person that we've never seen before. Wink, wink. But yeah, yeah. It's like a little Rorschach test. Basically, <laughs> but uh, but nonetheless, she is a, a thousand percent Sora now. Uh, wonder yeah. how that wonder how that happened. Wink, wink. Looks like Zemnis off screen. Yeah, so yeah, there's definitely some implications here that some sort of shenanigans occurred, um, mm-hmm. probably relating to these suspicious devices. Um, definitely. But yeah, she says, I'm sore now and I'm ready to absorb you, so you gotta fight me because there can only be one. There can um, so only be one. Let's 
fight loser. Woo! And somehow she can now walk on air. <laughs> Looking at very me, strange. I'm walking on air? Question mark? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's like an illusion, like when they did the Heartless oh, swappy, or true. she's just that powerful. I would assume, um, my, my thought process is these Zemda shenanigans have just powered her up, essentially. Yeah, it's weird. But in any case, she decides, alright, it's time to decide which of us will be the true Sora clone. <laughs> um, so yeah, boss fight commences. Um, Here we go. So she does a little snappy snappy of her fingers and whoa, whoa we're teleported to uh, Agri- er, the Bizarre Room. Wonder- first yep, Wonderland, yep. Bizarre Room's drop. the first one. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. and oh no, the device is here, and yeah, it, it implies the device is somehow powering up Shion. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she gets an overdramatic anime uh, transformation into. Would it be King of Hearts without it? Yeah, of course not. Um, the Sora looking nobody, it's, it's strange. It's, it's, it's kind of like. When Zimnus gets his dramatic armor at the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, um, mm. kind of in that vein. But yeah, it's got like Sora elements where it's got like the vest and the shorts and the shoesies. Um, yeah. But dangerous. Ah. Um, exactly, yeah. It, it would have been better if I think we saw more nobodies do this. Like, I'm looking at, I mean, not really spoilers, BBS, they have their armor. If every, like, nobody had this weird final, like, monstrous... All the human guys had this almost weird, monstrous nobody oh, form. like a I feel like that would be... Evil-esque transformation. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, I'm gonna beat Wesker, everybody. Nope, sorry. I'm just really a million worms. That could be interesting. Yeah, I thought... I mean, I mean Marluxia than... kinda had that? I was about, I was about to say, yeah. never mind, Marluxia has a similar one. But he... he... His form stays the same. He just like he's like inside the weird statue, and he's inside he's like the a, head of the a centaur. <laughs> ba- basically, yeah. But what if the centaur had a really screwed up bottom half? So uh, we we've seen it before, but again, just you know, throwing random suggestions out there. It would be funny or better if like this wasn't delegated to just three nobodies and random end game boss fights. So yeah, that's my two cents. But nonetheless, uh, it seems like, well, what, what it would say, uh, Saix in the in Where Nothing Gathers in the last big three meeting said, oh, something, something, the devices, and we placed one. So we at least know there's three of them running about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's time to fight. So um, I was relieved to see that these fights aren't too, too bad. Definitely nowhere near approaching Leech Grave or Ruler of the Skies levels. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's even better is they are checkpointed. Woo! Yes, so if you do die, so, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Thank God. I'm honestly shocked. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry but, the game was nice to me. Oh my goodness. Yeah, seriously. But yeah, this first form, um, not too bad. Um, yeah, the surprising it's... part is she decides to sprout little wingies, so mm-hmm. she can fly mysteriously. Um, so she kind of mixes things up a little bit there, 
but other than that, yeah, mostly melee attacks, which are pretty well telegraphed, so dodge or, you know, air dash out of the way, and then capture on the recoil. Yep. Um, much like a Saix. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah. Um, yeah, very similar, actually, because she does have, like, a similar kind of homing attack when she's flying. Um, so just, you know, jump out of the way and then get her again. She's, like, pretty slow and, yeah, has a lot of wind-up, so you can just kind of whack on her while she's, you know, preparing her next move. Yeah. Um, this form is pretty yeah, just... mild, so I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. It's, I mean, I was gonna say, it reminds me of the Sykes fight. Just, like, be cautious, and you should, you should really have no problem with this. The only issues I have seen is, well, one, uh, you could, this, this goes for all of the, the forms, you can't block. Well, you, you can block Shion's attacks, but then she has a counter move that's unblockable. So, no blocky, just dodgy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that. Uh, again, she has a similar like basic combo attack, which kind of persists throughout the entire boss fight. Um, there's also she has a charge move, and she has uh, this is the most annoying one in my opinion. Uh, yeah, she has a uh, this barrier that she'll attempt to do, but you can. If you, as long as you breathe on her before she does it, it it's kind of like she jumps and kind of cur- curls into a ball a little bit. Just make sure you, you hit her, or else she'll basically mm. feel all of her HP. Uh, I had it happen oh. to me in a, di- yes. a follow-up form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of these moves that she has persist between the different forms, uh, right. funny enough. But yeah. Um, the one problem move I've seen is her... Again, it's very easy to dodge, but technically her... She takes flight and she i forget the voice prompt but you know it's quite obvious and she dives at you um that is technically sonic blade so if that catches you then sonic blade happens where she'll it dash stuns back you yeah it'll stun you and you uh you know oh you're just my. basically you're uh you're uh it's open season for rock on roxas so um, the opening dash is very very easy to uh you know, avoid. So just make sure you avoid it. Basically, is uh, is what I've seen. Yeah, but yeah, oh, I would man. say save Easy. all your resources here. Like, don't use heals or items. Like, take too much damage. Just just die and then restart and try again. Because <laughs> um, they're going to be much tougher phases uh, exactly, just around yeah. the corner. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, once you get her down, she will then uh pull a peep. And uh, change the scenery this time. Play uh, for a change of scene. Or whatever Pete says in Cage 2. Yeah, whatever he says. I can never remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this time we're taking the fight to the Manor Ruins in Halloween Town. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she <laughs> she just changes her weapon. So like it seems to suggest, oh, like she, you know, her form is changing mm-hmm. with each new phase, but here she's the same, but she just gets a different sword. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yes. Kind of underwater. So, the, the devices do a thing, uh, the game doesn't talk about it at all, but uh, that's something Right, that can, like, uh, what's going on here? <laughs> do you, you want the legit reason just right now that I've, uh, that I've uh, unearthed? That you've unearthed? Is this, like... Is this, like, in the secret reports, or some... It, it might be a secret report thing. I haven't... Uh, I, I mean, it was web searching. It wasn't in-game lore searching. But, um... Okay. Let's, so let's technically, save that for yeah, when we yeah, cover yeah. 
the secret report is, because, yeah, I would hope they explain what the heck these devices are there, because I peek at them, and they're super long, so if they don't cover that, there's something very wrong here. Um, <laughs> but, in any case, yeah, she changes with each world, so here she gets a really badass Chimera Halloween Town-looking sword, which I would like some sort of replica of, please, thank you. <laughs> um, but... Yeah, her main attacks aren't too terribly different, but she does have a couple new tricks up her sleeve, which can be quite annoying. Um, so, she has her big charge move still, but now it has a vortex attack that sucks you in and basically paralyzes you, um, but you can air dash out of it um, pretty easily, so... Make sure you keep your air dashes on, y'all. Otherwise, I don't know how you would, like, escape this. Um, You'd probably just be screwed, so yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, in a little bit, even that doesn't work out too well, so. Mm -hmm. Um, She got that. And then the other one, which is probably one of her worst attacks, is uh, basically Ragnarok, where she spawns a bunch of homing projectiles. Yep. And the trick here is to be far away enough where you can successfully evade them because they will keep chasing you and you basically gotta like kite them out to like go away from her but then like miss you and kind of spiral out and like keep going it's you just gotta feel it out you gotta you really gotta thread the needle um Mm -hmm. but you also want to be close enough to her to then prompt, like, a melee attack, because my first sort of strategy was to just stay on, like, the outskirts of the battlefield and just keep gliding around until she tuckers out. But yep. it seems like at that point, she just keeps spamming Ragnarok. Ragnarok? Um, yep. If you're too far, so... Yep. Uh, yeah, there you want to are... get close. Yes. I, I discovered that, that you just kind of, like... I was basically holding, like... I just kind of, she ragged her rocks, and I just, I glide the hell away from her. And she's like, oh, you're still, like, 17 miles away from me. What's going to do it again? I'm like, guess what do it, like, rolling up my sleeves. Guess what do doing this the hard way. And just kind of, like, mm-hmm. bum rush in. Um, I feel like the Ragnaroks, one, discovered, they are unblockable. Do not block them. They just hurt. So don't right. do that. They don't even, they, like, even phase through the rocks. Like, you can't use those as cover like you would in, like, the yeah. the Skies fight. Exactly, Very yeah. A little, a little a little hard on this one, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's the main move. Um, so, other than that, you can kind of take her out per use. Um, and then we end up in Agrabah for the third form in the Lamp Chamber, where she basically turns into Kurt Zisa, which is like... All right, yep. that's a deep cut. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, like, the uh, like the wings, I don't know where the hell they came from. The sword is definitely based on, like, the Chimera from Cage 2. And th- yeah. this is the first time we've seen a nod to Kurt Ziza ever, so... Yeah, curious. it's super random. Curious. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, I guess. But, yeah, it's like, definitely. was... Yeah, like, are these supposed to be based on Sora's memories, or are they just random designs? I don't know. Um, but yeah, she got four swords now, um, and that means twice the hitting power. So, yep. things get a little tricky here, because she's got two new moves that look pretty similar, but 
want to react differently. Um, so she's got kind of like a basic swipey attacky that's like three hits, and you want to dodge away, but stay close yes. enough to then um, follow up with your own attack. Um, mm -hmm. And it's it's pretty easy to kind of bait out. Um, but then there's a much more powerful version, which is basically Ars Arcanum. Mm -hmm. um, where, yeah, they, they look very similar with, like, the startup. Uh, but <laughs> uh, you, you want to stay away, because she's going to keep on following up. Um, yes. And she sure does home in on you with the final hit, where she kind of jumps up in the air. And, yeah, I don't even know, like, the best way to evade it. Just air dash for life, basically. But mm -hmm. if she hits you, she's going to take out a big chunk of health, if not just outright kill you. Um, so that's the move to watch out for here, for sure. Yep. Um, yeah, it definitely that's... got me a few times. <laughs> yep, uh, exact same. So yeah, that last hit, again, Ars Arcanum has a voice prompt to it, so it's pretty obvious, right. and her swords glow. But yeah, mid-combo, she, like, tracks you again, basically, so she'll jump to you, and she just, yes. you know, she got a lot of arms, and she goes swing, 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 swing. So, mm -hmm. I definitely was constantly getting hit by the last, and this is me being, like, very greedy. This is the this is the one fight I did wipe on. Luckily, you know, it restarts exactly from this encounter, or this, you know, third form. But yeah, I, I kept getting greedy and getting smacked at the very end of this combo. Yep. So Exactly. Uh, I learned my lesson the hard way, but nonetheless, it, uh, it hurts, so... That's uh, right. that. That's probably her her, big, her most dangerous move. So I mean, the, for sure. The good and the bad thing is you want to dodge the attacks, but you want to stay close enough so you can do follow ups. So exactly the like the columns or like the platforms like on the north, east, and west side are kind of helpful if you want like a break, but also you still yeah. want to keep hitting Xion. So uh, the lamp chamber at the end of the day is kind of a mixed room to be in. Because you feel like it would give you more advantage, but with all her wild swipes, sometimes you can back yourself into a corner, so you do want to be careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other attack is another jumpy, meteor slammy attack. Yeah, Which exactly. seems simple enough, but then she throws out another follow-up attack, or, like, as she's, like, recovering out of it, she, like, puts out a hitbox with her spiraling blades, which mm -hmm. definitely tricked me a couple times, because, like, when you see her slamming around, you're instantly like, alright, let's go in, boys, but, yeah, if you go in too soon, she will then hurt you with her sorties, uh, so just, yeah, be a little patient, don't get too greedy, and just look for your openings, um, yeah, and you exactly. should be able to take care of this phase, but... Yeah, this is the one where I saw the healing move, which is super annoying. Yeah, um, so same here. I would recommend saving up some limit breakies uh, if you can, and then just kind of, like, once she gets down to, like, one bar, just kind of going ham on her. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's This, this that's is the most aggravating it. one. I think it's funny, because her first form has, like, two or three bars of health, the, the the second form has like five or six, and this one kind of goes back down to like maybe like maybe three or four. So, uh, it's I don't know. It's interesting the the varying health. You feel like it would be like this one has more health, this one has more health, this one has the more the more the morest health. Jesus Christ, the mm -hmm. largest amount, but it seems to kind of vary. So uh, that just kind of stuck out to me. But uh, but nonetheless, yeah, 
This one is the one that tested my truly tested my patience. And it's not even her final form. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, we make our final scene transition back to the clock tower. Um, and yeah, she turns into a giant kaiju. Ah, which is a statement. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't even know what's going on in this phase. She has all sorts of crazy attacks here. And I mostly just glide around and hope I don't die and try to hit her when I can. Did it, um, did it work, though? Uh, sort of. It results may vary. Um, so she's got a few basic melee attacks, which, because she's so big, she's pretty easy to spot what her next attack is going to be. Um, and yeah, you can, you can actually block these, um, you know, sword swipes because she's too big. She, she's, what she gains in strength and size, she loses in speed. You're um, right, yeah. I didn't even think the, so, I I just knew that the other attacks were counterable, so I just didn't block, so. I know, yeah. that's, that's, that's viable, because I feel like a lot of the time, I mean, again, same strategy as before, you want to be as close as Xion as possible to dunk on her once her moves are done, so. No, that's actually a really good, a really good thing. I just would glide the hell away, and, well, both melee attacks are the, the lead-up is the same, it's like a single, like, she raises a single blade, uh, I mean, also, by the way, she looks kind of, or at least she has two two blades on her, kind of, it just, it screams Valor form to me, especially with, like, the red and orange hue, but I could, I could totally be wrong. Uh, and also weird mm. tendrils, but we don't talk about those. But yeah, she raises <laughs> one blade to do, like, kind of her basic combo, and there's one that has, like, a bunch of swipes to it, so, uh, I feel like once the first attack comes out and the second one comes, you, you can, you understand which one it is, so you can, once you've seen them, you kind of can dodge or block accordingly actually right mm -hmm. um yeah so those are pretty simple but then she's got a few like melee or magic slash projectile moves which are much trickier um so she's got a gravity move which will take a ton of health really yep. fast and as far as i'm aware like i don't even know how to avoid this except to just like glide away and like really get out of range but i yeah. was never fast enough so i pretty much took this every single time and then just immediately healed um yeah, but yeah it's annoying yeah um, same same thing i just glided so um i assume that like obviously you have different levels of glide so i assuming a faster glide could help here a lot yeah i was trying to think if like turning like i would just kind of glide i'd my default strategy for this is to just glide around the perimeter of the little uh, fake arena. But, and that seemed to work most of the time for me. Sometimes I would still get clipped by gravity because it's, you know, it's a spontaneous, decent-sized gravity orb. So yeah, uh, it is a little toughy to avoid. Um, and the, I guess the following move uh, that we'll talk about is also kind of a, a weird one to actually go about dodging as well. Yeah, the laser move. Um, I have no idea, like, how to approach this one, <laughs> um, because she kind of, like, shoots, yeah, the set tendrils, um, mm. they shoot lazy beams, 
And, yeah, I don't know, like, where the hitbox actually is. Because sometimes it would hit me, sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes i just keep attacking her and it'd be safe. Other times mm-hmm. it would get me, so maybe the pattern changes. Um, yeah, I couldn't but, really yeah, tell. It's a weird <laughs> one. Yeah. And so, but it doesn't, yeah, and... Go it doesn't do too much damage, so I would just kind of tank it. <laughs> it's better than getting hit with gravity. I can, uh, yes, can, tell, you, can tell you that much. So I mm-hmm. prefer to get hit by laser at the end of the day. And those two are also, she'll cross her blade, she has a voice prompt, and you know that one of those is coming your way. But, yeah, every time she does a thing, I just glide away, and I uh, pray to a god. Mm Mm-hmm. So, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, until you get her down to her last few bars, and that's when she brings out the big slammy whammies. Yep. Um, So, she starts following up laser with a little laser rain action, which is pretty similar to the Ruler of the Skies water pillars, where it would just summon giant laser beams from the ground, and I don't know, just get lucky, I guess, and dodge them. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, this one was interesting. I, at first, I just glided around, and I got just, like, absolutely slapped multiple times, so... Yeah, um, same. I'm not sure if this is gonna work for everybody else, but my... Initial, well, this this is also a result of me being greedy, so I'll take what I could get, but, um, uh, I think she, does she, I forget if it's this one or just Final Break, she puts, like, a little vortex on the floor. I want to say it's for both moves, actually. I think it's both, yeah. I would just glide into Xion proper, and I just started hitting her, and I was like, I want this fight to be over! I want to do a thing, surprisingly, and this happened, like, you know, three, four times, being around Xion proper, I didn't see a lot of lasers come in my direction. I only got hit, like, once or twice by gliding directly at her. So, that happened to be my go-to, personally. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if anyone else, because I'm not sure, you know. The laser ring is all RNG, or it seems, at least. So, uh, I'm not sure if I just got really lucky or if that is a legitimate strategy. But nonetheless, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that was uh, fairly straightforward. And then, I mean... We mentioned it, so <sighs> she has another a gravity follow-up. If gravity wasn't a pain in the ass already, final break will sure get you. It's a yep. interesting <laughs> move. So it takes up most of the area of the arena, and it's not like a hit move. It's, it's basically uh, this pillar of light becomes extremely toxic to Roxas, so you should move. Uh, but yeah, al- it's kind of like... Hercules's like aura field in Kingdom Hearts One, mm, where he starts yes. summoning it, and you need to get it out of there quick because yeah, it's gonna start sapping your health. But then I think it has like one big hit that'll pretty much just kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, which all sounds good in theory, except yeah, there's a vortex that is pulling you into the center, so you have to actively fight against it. Um, so yeah, this final sort of leg of the fight is super annoying because she keeps popping off these big attacks one after the other while said vortex is going on so there's very little opportunity to actually hit her (laughs) so by the end of it i was getting pretty annoyed so i'm like when is it my turn (laughs) (laughs) mom said it's my turn on the xbox yeah exactly so yeah yeah, she kind of pulls out all the stops but yeah, just like with most of the big boys, uh, just played defensively here. Um, yep. I would say Cura is actually pretty helpful for the region because 
Yeah, trying to heal whilst the vortex is happening in Final Break. Like, you're that's, probably no, just going to get sucked up and die. But a, to have that, like, yeah. passive regen is going to be super helpful. So try to get one of those off when you can. Definitely, um, yeah. And then just kind of tank it is kind of how I <laughs> um, took off the last bit of her health. Yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's the fight. <laughs> yep, that's Xion. That's our, well, that's our final fight, but not our final mm-hmm. fight. Surprisingly right. enough. But, yeah. but nonetheless, she's dead. Well, she's not dead. Well, she's you've, kind of dead. She's you've died. drawn your last breath. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a very abrupt transition back to cutscene where, yeah, you're just watching the cutscenes. So the the pre-cutscene ends with her like oh now you must fight me too ah and then she summons the darkness and then immediately cuts to her like fading out of the darkness and just instantly collapsing so it's like a bit of a comical cut if you don't have like the actual build up of the fight itself (laughs) um and even yeah coming out of the boss fight like there's no like you know in KH1 and two, when you beat like the big bads, there's like a giant explosion, of, ah! and then it shows them in their their human form. Uh, yeah. Here, it just instantly cuts to her being back to regular Shion. It's like, oh, okay, interesting. Um, but yeah, she's down for the count, and Roxas pretty much immediately starts forgetting her. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. So they that, were not kidding. That was quick. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, like that memory degradation kicks in immediately because he's like, "Wait, who are you? Did I do this?" As Shion's just like Oopsie. coughing up, ah. coughing up blood. <laughs> she has like a giant keyblade print on her cheek. <laughs> Surely I couldn't have done that. Um, yeah, she's uh, she's not doing too good. Um, and, yeah, cue emotion, the cutscene, because, yeah, she's basically on her deathbed, <laughs> and her her theme song kicks in, and Roxas is sad, and she is like, it's okay, this is what I wanted. <laughs> basically, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and she gives one parting command to Roxas, or request, I should say, of, don't let Zemnis get Kingdom Hearts, which kind of comes out of nowhere, like, Kingdom Hearts really hasn't been a thing. Like, it has, but, like, we haven't really talked about it in a while, so, like, there's no real urgency there. It's there. (laughs) We see it. Several cutscenes are like, let me look at Kingdom, let me look at that version of Kingdom Hearts right there. Um, But then, we we don't talk about it for five years, so... Uh, yeah, it's, it's a little awkward, but uh, I assume this is her snapping out of whatever Zemnis programming shenanigans he has done. She was like, in my last dying breath, I now have some sense. Destroy, blow up the moon, Roxas. Do it. Yep. Or at least then pass this mission on to Sora when you inevitably, you know, cease to exist as well. <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Um, so, yeah, somehow he can remember that bit, even though she was the one who told him, and all memories related to Xion are now gone, but whatever. Um, <laughs> well, so me, yeah. It's, oh God. They, they go about this whole Xion disappearing thing 
it's weird because Roxas immediately like starts to forget a bunch, and then yep. when we 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 see we'll see you know somebody next cutscene and they are literally in the process. We can see the memories fading. Well, I guess one two people actually, but uh, but yeah, it's a uh, it's interesting that uh, mm-hmm. Roxas basically immediately forgets. But then again, literally as she's like, "I'm dead, dude. Like just forget about me." She's like, "She's like she on." Who else will I have? I, who else will I have ice cream with? I kind of, I kind of told Axel, buddy. I told Axel to screw off. So like, you know, uh, uh, that 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 relationship is now over, unfortunately. Yeah, he's uh, really burned that bridge. <laughs> um, yeah, she starts turning into a human crystal. Um, that was unexpected. <laughs> uh, and tells him, you're my best friend. You'll always be my best friend. And oh, yeah. Axel, too, I guess. <laughs> Basically. Um, <laughs> and, yeah. We get the ice cream line. Ah! And then she fades away. And we get one final tear. And, yeah. He does remember her name. Um... And then, yep. yeah, she's gone, and she leaves one final seashell in her stead. Which, uh... yeah, before I, like, actually play this game or, like, watch, like, you know, the the collection on 1.5, mm-hmm. I never understood, like, the seashell thing. Like, where did that come from? But Oh, boy. That's, like, you know, her little gimmick. Um, but, yeah. Big she sad. Sells, she shells by the seashore. <laughs> no more. Um, <laughs> so we 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 jest, we kid, but no, it it is quite a sad scene. <laughs> It'll probably you know uh, loosen up the old tear faucet if you're not prepared. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Like I said, this ending bit. And this cutscene in particular is probably what most people remember about this game and why they remember it fondly. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, um, cause yeah, it's, it's, yeah, like we don't really see death ever in Kingdom Hearts. And this is the closest we really get to that, except for that time when everyone does die, but then we <laughs> reverse it. I was, um, I was, I was about to say, insert, uh, Insert people becoming real again, then becoming nobodies again, and basically, then why won't you let me die? Um, yeah. Yeah. But no, she gone, and she gonna be gone for quite a while, if not forever! <laughs> um, so yeah, no, it's it's, it's impactful, um, especially when we see how Roxas reacts <gasps> in the next day. 358! Mm. Whoa! Believe! For some reason, believe it. Some <laughs> <laughs> Naruto. Yeah, strange little name, but yeah, Shion's gone now. Which I don't know. So she crystallizes and then like shatters and fragments, which I mm-hmm. assume is like a visualization of her memories returning to Sora. But I. Yes. I don't know. Do they go to Sora, or do they then go to Roxas for him to then go to Sora? <laughs> I think we've already talked about this, but I can never keep track. Mm, <laughs> because so we can I also guess... assume that with her gone, Roxas has now returned to his full strength, and then some. Yes. So I assume 
you know, some part of her also got reabsorbed into Roxas. So I would, I would think so. If um, I, don't, I don't think they make it very obvious if all of her memories go back to Sora, then I did. Yeah, it's it's like a weird gray area that that doesn't really need too much explanation. And thinking about it in the yeah. grand structure of things, but in, in, I guess in in my processes, I imagine the memories go back to Sora, and then whatever power Roxas had goes back to Roxas in that moment, basically. And we, okay, you know, in our, in our grandiose knowledge, well, and by grandiose knowledge, I mean the game before this game. We obviously know that Roxas goes back to Sora, no matter what. So. Uh, mm. the, the distribution can be whatever it so doth want to be um, in this, uh, this particular area. But it uh, it is very interesting because it does give Roxas uh, a slight power upgrade, one might say. <gasps> yeah. So we cut to uh, the next day, um, and Roxas is in the Dark City, except he's gone full-blown uh, tortured soul. He's got the hood up. Yep. And he summons two keyblades. Whoa! Two? Two? And they're kingdom keys at first, but then they transform and mm-hmm. say, you know them, you love them, Oathkeeper and Oblivion. His Woo! signature stance, baby. Um, so, yeah, this, this is everybody. This is how it happened. Yeah. yeah. Which, eh, I don't know how to feel about it, so... The game implies slash outright confirms, um, yeah, Roxas inherited Shion's Keyblade, and that's his second Keyblade. Yes. Which makes sense, but I don't know. It's, it kind of bothers me that, like, literally, Mm. like, he only does this once. (laughs) (laughs) Like, in this mission, and then he's immediately comatose. Because everything suggests this is, like, his signature thing. Like, he's got the old Cooper and the Oblivion, because, like, that's Mm -hmm. what we saw all the way back in Kingdom Hearts 1, mind you, in the secret movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And then that's what we see in the Axel fight at the start of Kingdom Hearts 2. Like, he, like, regains his memories, and then, ah, like, I got my true power back, even though there's nothing about Shion there. (laughs) And, like, even his... Even... uh, This is probably the biggest offender. Even his... Tombstone in Kingdom Hearts 2. I was gonna is say Oathkeeper yep. and Oblivion. But like going off of this, this is probably the no first one time would have seen it. him. Yeah, like no one would have seen him use this. So it, it's it's obviously Z- a retcon. Zemus which... is, a... <laughs> Z- is watching from the top he's of the castle. His little he's spyglass. Looking... He's like, Ooh, exactly. that does look cool. <laughs> he's, exactly. He's like, ooh. And, he's, and he turns to Sykes and he's like, get me the organization contractor. I'm going to change some shit around here. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess it would break. Like, if you're going to make a Roxas game, eh. No, I was going to say, I guess it breaks the game if he's like dual wielding for most of the time. But no, like, that would have been badass. <laughs> like, yeah. he should have been able to do this way earlier, but whatever. They tie it to, like, this big story moment. Like, oh, now he's real mad, so... Yeah, Again, you could have you upgraded... We uh, you could have upgraded potentially... Well, I guess it is the... It is the confirming slash retconning slash whatever the hell you want to call it of he is wielding his own Keyblade and Shion's Keyblade. Up until now, right. it's basically been like... Roxas can use Sora's Keyblade as well as his own Keyblade, and kind of tries to explain Valor form 
in the reverse direction. Yeah, that's what I always assumed. Yeah. yeah. But no, now we got three Keyblades, slash four, slash five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine. Oh my god, there's so many Keyblades. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. If if somehow we were able to work, like, maybe two Keyblades into, like, Final Limit, or I guess, like, uh, like a third, Right, that's or, what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, if you were able to maybe, like... Like maybe when Roxas is at his most desperation, he can recall certain memories that were, you know, yeah. forgotten, and he taps either... into Sora's power. Exactly. You can either steal Sora's Keyblade that Sora's definitely not using. Maybe we've seen like yeah. Neon and you know in this upcoming fight, we've seen so many people create weapons or enhanced weapons like with or with light, which to be fair is what Roxas actually does during his final limit. But even uh-huh. like making making a second Keyblade out of just light could potentially be you know a, yeah. a different another avenue. But uh, yeah, they could have done a lot of different ways. But this is what we got. So <laughs> and. Yeah, so basically this mission is a victory lap, because um, you got your uh-huh. two Keyblades, and you're just completely overpowered, because um, you're fighting a bunch of Neo Shadows, uh, much like the Deep Dive secret trailer, Yep. Um, or another side, another story, whatever. Yes. Yep, another side. And I guess to match up to his power level in that cutscene... They decide in game you can take out all the Neo Shadows in one hit, which sounds cool in theory, but it's actually kind of unsatisfying because you have these awesome dual wielding combos, but you don't have to use them because you only ever have to use one hit. <laughs> Basically, and they go yeah. out so fast that you don't ever actually have to use like your full power. So it's like okay, yeah. I was <laughs> exactly. I was. So I was thinking about this. Um, I believe you can actually play as hooded Roxas or dual wielding Roxas, whatever version you prefer to call it, in mission mode. So if you go yes. you know, outside of story mode to mission mode, so that at least lets you play as it more often, which is you know totally damn cool. But yeah, it does make this this uh, this cut through fragment crossing pretty. I mean, it's it's, it's it is just uh, power fantasy, uh, the area at the at this point. So yeah, you don't really get to see the full extent of your power. But it, uh, it is true fan service, so I, I do appreciate a, a good part of it. I feel like yeah. you could have, you, if you're going to let us one-hit everything, you could totally throw more... Like, you could throw a million Neo Shadows at us. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. Like, because there's not that many of them, and they're spread out Yeah, you know, like four or five spawn at, yeah. at, at like a given time. <laughs> you could take a cue from the cutscene and do, like, ten of them, and just, you know... Yeah, exactly. Let us cut through them like butter, and we'll totally be fine. Mm-hmm. Speaking of cutscene, uh, once we end up at Memory Skyscraper, we basically get a whole recycle of that cutscene we all know and love, where Roxas and Riku are fighting them. Um, but it does look there is some extra bits of new choreography. Um, yes. When I think it's like when Riku then gets Oblivion and starts fighting them, and then Roxas has to fight like with one. I don't know. There was definitely a point where I was like, oh, this is new. Um, yes. But yeah, they're doing the thing, and then mm-hmm. it's mostly there's some added context where Riku gets a quick shot, or a quick flashback to Shion, because he's also like, ah, oh, I'm forgetting her, but wait, she's still a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they decide, ah, let's fight. Ah. Um, and yeah, we get some more dialogue. 
About Xion, where Roxas declares, Ah, I want my old life back. I want everything to go back to how it was, and I want to save her. And then Riku mocks her, like, <laughs> You can't even forget or remember her name, can you? It's all, it's all going away so quickly, like, like sand through your palms. <laughs> yeah, exactly, um, exactly. I think at this point, Roxas even says, like, I want to go back to eating ice cream. Like, me, Axel, and that girl, and Riku has, well, Riku has to be the one to say, Shion, even the memories, like, very hard, you know, mm-hmm. very hard to, like, put together. Um, or the, na- yeah. the, the name, yeah, saying her name. Blech. But yeah. It's, yeah, uh, basically trolling him, needlessly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fanning basically. the flames. Yeah, so Roxas is determined, yeah, I'm going to destroy Kingdom Hearts. Marika says, no, you'll only destroy yourself. Um, and I need that body and all those memories to save my boyfriend, mm. my best friend. Um, exactly. He says something along the lines of, um, if you think freeing Kingdom Hearts is going to, if you come in contact with Kingdom Hearts, things are just going to get worse, dude. Like, you know, just literally pull a UE and get out of here. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Like, I don't know what Roxas was expecting here, because, yeah, it's you against, like, literally eight other nobody's i guess seven maybe six can't remember the numbers off the top of my head but um yeah like this was just a stupid plan to begin but ah he angie uh but riku starts to slap some sense into him yep uh so cue boss fight yay um it's riku Yep. Also, we're back yeah. to being only one keyblade now so enjoy it for, for enjoy it for two minutes not anymore um, yeah, yeah, but it is Oathkeeper, so that's cool, so you do yes. get, you know, different, um, combos. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, this fight is, ah, yeah, it's pretty straightforward, the big thing is you can't really hurt Riku from the front, he's like a big old fat body, um, you have to hit him <laughs> from the back, um, yeah. and yeah, that's... That's pretty much it, because you can kind of just wail on him. Like, he's got a bunch of different attacks, but I didn't really struggle with him. Um, yeah, no, he's, he's pretty easy to get through. Yeah, which is nice. I'll take it yeah, over it's... a super annoying exactly. fight <laughs> that would end the, na- the game on a really bad note. It, um, yeah, a thousand percent. So I, I'll, I'll take what I can get. Could it be better? Yes. Could it be worse? Also a thousand times worse, but... Riku's pretty exactly. straightforward. You mentioned yeah, he's got guard, uh, so basically it's like Dark Shield from 2. He throws up like a little thing in front of him, so if you, sometimes you'll bonk off that, and the answer is just to walk around Riku, because he kind of does it, and he's just like posing for like 5 seconds, and you're just behind him like, hey buddy, like, you know, it's the comical like, do it, do it, I'm over here. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's that's easy to get around. Other than that, his attacks are all attacks, we, we, I mean, for, for good and for for good reason. They're all attacks we've seen before. So, he has, like, a basic combo. He'll do his Helm Splitter from his possessed version from KH1, where he just, like, dives from the ceiling, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, he'll, he's got his standard Dark Faraga that ain't going anywhere. Uh, and he also does, uh, speaking of uh, KH1, uh, possessed Riku, he also has his Dark Aura where he powers up and then he zippity-zoppity all over the place. But Whee! not as bad as that original version so actually pretty mild to deal with yeah um and then yeah at some point when he basically his desperation mode is he pumps up oblivion with light 
So it's a little bit longer, it does more damage, and no longer does Riku have any knockback. So be careful when you combo him, because he will not be stunned. Um, but yeah. that, simple, pretty simple fight. Um, I, I'm curious what stats Hooded Endgame Roxas has. Uh, and if they correlate to your original level, because I, I used all like the level of panels, I was level 55. Uh, obviously, I felt much stronger in this fight. And I took pretty minimal damage, so I was thinking of like, oh, it'd be curious to decrease my level a lot and go into this fight. But to get into this fight, you have to go through the Xion fight, which, actually, now that I think about it, I think you can play just this mission in Hollow Mission Mission Mode, so I might try that out. But I took pretty minimal damage this fight, so... Yeah. Uh, the I only damage I took was intentional, right. so I could get limit. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say the only damage, but like when I was taking damage, I wasn't like, ah, I've got a heal. Like, exactly, it's like, okay... It was this pretty is... manageable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's the boy. That's That's it. You can all go home now. <laughs> um, yeah, you beat him, and then it plays the cutscene from Cage 2 pretty yeah. much beat for beat. Uh, ah, I'm winning. What do you mean? Ah, I'm going to tease you for being Sora, and you're going to remember it. Give <laughs> really are, nobody. Yeah. That old yeah. chestnut, Riku gets in darkness, big hunky land. Um, then so just instantly... Annihilates Roxas, <laughs> which is pretty anticlimactic. Like, like my feeling, my thoughts are: if you're gonna make this fight, like they should have made. Not that I'm asking for more boss fights, but they should have split this into two phases: one against yes. you know Riku, yes, and yes, some yes, person, yes. give you the dual wielding back, then you fight. Yes. But yeah. I guess you got to show Roxas being overpowered, so it would be annoying for the final fight to be like, "Oh, I beat him," and then in the cutscene, yeah, "Oh, he just beat get a weird, me." Weird <laughs> I mean, it's it's either this or do a retcon, so you know it's a real flip. Yeah, of, exactly. I was about to say a flip of the die. It's a real flip of the coin, but yeah, it's yeah. Um, they chose so this, to no, stay faithful the, to the cutscene. Yeah, because technically this did come out first because this was in Cage Two Final Mix Plus. We yeah. just, this would have been our first in the English speaking, I mean, outside Japan in general, would be our first right. time seeing this cutscene before mm -hmm. it got lumped into, um, and we got, you know, 2.5 remakes. But yeah, so this is technically the first time we've seen this cutscene. So yeah, it's kind of hard to, to, to flip that around. So nonetheless, mm -hmm. we have the uh, traditional I have accepted it, where Riku hard confirms his transformation into his Ansem form. The only, yeah, the added, the, I guess the added benefit is um, that, God, I, could, I wish I could speak. Um, on the bottom screen, you see a flashback to the trio eating their ice cream, and then as Riku strangles the life out of Roxas and drops him, um, uh, and, and this pops up, we see another version of that, with Xion slowly fading out oh. of existence and out of memory. Sorry, your Xion could not be found. <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit of extra context with the whole Xion thing. Um, then we get one final little mini dialogue from her talking about, oh, like, I spawned from you and Sora, and even though you won't remember me, those memories that inspired me will never go away. Mm -hmm. So 
yeah. Nice little parting gift, I guess. Um, and then, yeah, Wait. that's... That, that's it. <laughs> it's kind of like... Yeah, this whole mission kind of feels tacked on, but, like, I guess I get why they added it, just to put the little bow on top. But, yeah, it does feel a little... I mean, it's literally anticlimactic, because we've seen all this before! Um, and Roxas yeah. loses, and Shion's dead, and Axel's... We don't even know at this point. Um, <laughs> just miserable, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> so. we, uh, we get a, a... Before this uh, happened, we get, a, like, a cut of it in his room. Oh, this yeah, is, I forget. It's assuming... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of assuming that he is also um, starting, either starting to realize or has just started to lose memories of Shion. And he, he sees a little envelope in the window... And he is now in possession of the winning ice the winning cream stick. stick. But who will he give the extra ice cream to now? <laughs> not, not anyone important, because did, someone doesn't exist anymore. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, everyone's miserable. Yay. Um, <laughs> although Roxas does give a quick little reprieve, because next time we see him... He's in Twilight Town. He's in his cowboy outfit. He is with Hainer Pencilette, and he's got the whole summer vacation ahead of him to look forward to. Yay! Maybe we'll go to the beach. Hey, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, couldn't render that. Yeah. So, tech, I guess technically we do end on day three five nine, which is the first yep. day, the, and first the first day, day of Kingdom Hearts two. Yep, look at that. It all wrapped wrapped all the way back around, baby. Woo! We open at the close. Look at that. Mm -hmm. It's almost like the days were deliberately planned out to end up <laughs> right How where day? Kingdom Hearts 2 started its own day count. Because for some reason, we have to count all the days when it comes to... I, I guess we want to know exactly how old Roxas is to the day. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that's... That's it. We get our little credit sequence with some sanctuary after the battle. You love to hear it. Yep. Don't ever hear it outside of Kingdom Hearts 2. It's always simple and clean with these little spin-off games. Slash side games, slash handled games, slash whatever you want to call them. Um... And, yeah, we... Well, I couldn't tell you what happens next, because once the credits roll, my emulator just decided, you know what, that's enough. <laughs> and I just got stuck on a black screen, so I was not Aww. able to save a clear file. Boo. And I know you get certain goodies when you do that, but... I sucks, believe you suck. unlock all the secret reports when you do so, so... I mean, oh, we, no. we always read. We, we always grab a white page that has them. So I'll just make sure. We yeah, I'll, 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 I'll we, we'll, we'll have that for next week. Uh, but yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's just the credits that play Sanctuary. You mentioned Sanctuary. There's instead of you know, I guess uh, Chain of Memories didn't do the same thing or did the same thing as Days. Uh, it didn't show what happened to the worlds afterwards because it's more of a that's more of a mainline Kingdom Hearts game thing. Right. Eh, it might happen I mean, BBS literally, what could happen? Because nothing happened in this game. <laughs> like, well, nothing okay. happened in the, in the... Yeah, the Disney worlds were pretty middling. We it was Again, it was yeah. the organization game, so... 
Yeah, yeah. there's just cu- you know cuts of different characters, but that's, that's it's just pretty much it. Luxor building a progressively more elaborate house of cards. <laughs> I, I uh, again, organ again, organization thirteen sitcom. We walk Place into the comedy. gray room. And there's just yeah. a mountain of House of Cards, on, like above one of the tables, and someone just says Luxor, and his head like pokes out from like the side. Oh. And he's like, "You rang." <laughs> yeah, someone get on it. Million dollar idea, folks. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's that's days. Woo! It's it's over. But yeah, well. We'll have a little, we'll have a couple little wrap-up episodes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm afflicted by some sort of Stockholm Syndrome, but I am a little <laughs> sad to see the credits roll. Um, mm. Yeah, probably because, like I said, that ending just hits hard. And yeah, it's like, wow, man, our boy yeah. really did have it rough, didn't he? He's, nothing went right for him, did it? <laughs> A thousand percent. But yeah, uh, main story is complete. Mm-hmm. So yeah, next week we will talk about the aforementioned secret reports as we like to do when we can delve into all the extra lore in-game mm-hmm. with the answer reports in prior seasons. Um, and yeah, we'll get into some mission mode shenanigans, because yeah, you could play as all the other organization members, and then some, Ooh, but yeah. I, I don't know how much of that I have access to, so I might have to do some YouTube and catch up. Um, hmm, you, I think and, mission mode you should be fine. You might be missing Hooded Roxas in our, in our final game clear status uh, characters. Oh. Yeah, so. okay. Yeah, I'll have to look them up. But yeah, yeah. so we'll look into that and any other sort of post-game shenanigans. And then week after that, we'll have our final wrap-up with the crownies. Yay! And our final thoughts on the game. So, although the book has closed, the stapled-on epilogue remains. So, (laughs) we shall continue this journey. Mm. next week but yeah the big ending everybody there it is I hope you'd enjoyed it as much as most people seem to have <laughs> um, yeah like I said the bosses it, it was like a nice little wrap up of like okay usual Sykes fight not too bad Shion big fight ah, and then Riku fight blah. Mm. like it, it wasn't like grading um Ex- so. exactly i it's i think back to Xemnas's million forms ansem's million forms <laughs> luckily marluxia only had like two well there was like the mm-hmm. fight before and then the two inside the actual final boss area but but yeah this one in terms of end end of game so far this one has been on the mild side uh and yeah. i can appreciate that a little bit like again we mentioned there's secret reports there's mission mode so there's no extra, there's no secret cutscene, there's no secret bosses to deal with. Right. It's a, yeah. a pretty straightforward cage game, just like I mean, yeah. just like Calm was. So, yeah, we've uh, we've uh, we've touched most everything the game has to offer, and 
we will elaborate on the rest of it uh, in the next few episodes. So we wrap it up. Next time. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening, everybody. Um, please make yes. sure you don't forget to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. Yes, please. Yeah, you can also subscribe if you haven't already, so you never ever forget. Mm-hmm. And you can tell a friend so you can have someone to share ice cream with while listening exactly. to us. That sounds like <laughs> a nice time, huh? Exactly. Um, and you can email us at khbhpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, once again, khbhpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us uh, at the same handle at khbhpodcast. Um, and then, yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's all I got. Damn's my pardon <laughs> thoughts. So, yeah. yeah. Next week, mission mode and secret reports. So, yeah. we will... Interesting. We'll see how how deep this this onion of lies has to go as we, we will. shed through layers of mystery and intrigue. Yep. Uh, but yep. Next time, baby. Alrighty. Day three sixty, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> the extra, 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 extra day. You thought he wasn't here, but the day is here. And there's yeah. gonna be another day or two. You were well, caught off guard by this cool. sudden song. And Going now you're all, dead. All 365, baby. <laughs> you know it. Because 358 is a weird number. Why would we stop there? <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Good night, beautiful people. Bye. Bye.